Hey, it's Mel Allen. Welcome back to the Booze Buddy Update, another round. It's a special interview series where I talk to people in and around the adult craft beverage scene. On this week's episode of Another Round, talking to Ryan Chafin of 14th Star Brewing. He's the general manager there. So without further ado, let's jump into that interview. Hey everybody, welcome back to another round and this time talking to a special guest, Ryan Chafin, who is coming from the 14th Star Brewery out of St. Albans, Vermont. Ryan, welcome to the podcast. Great to have you here. Well, thanks. I've been listening and uh, it's nice to be able to be here at the brewery. I'm, I'm standing on what we call the beach uh, and I'm uh, having a, a cold Valor Ale uh, right here, uh, live and direct from the, the command center of St. Albans, Vermont. Nice Valor Ale tribute and probably, uh, uh, let's see, maple breakfast stout. I mean, you got to have a breakfast beer in there, you know, <laughs> really round things those are Those are the three big hitters, correct? Right. <laughs> nice work. Right. I do like some of your seasonal stuff, but Ryan, you guys have been doing some pretty cool stuff. Um, you know, like 14 Star has been kind of one of these places like, you know, you established the brand recently, though. I've seen, you know, some of the labels are changing. Some of the uh, I'm hearing some buzz that there there's some other things that are going on there. So are you the person who is, uh, you know, kind of driving some of these mild, you know, uh, updates, I guess I'd say? Sure. I mean, I'm one of them. Um you know, we're 10 years in business uh, and yeah. at the 10 year mark, it's time to kind of reassess and reevaluate and, and see where you are. And, and you know, we're kind of dubbing this year the decade of dedication, uh, kind of our 10 year run. You know, 10 years is a long time. And especially in the craft beer world where things change so rapidly and right. the, the world was vastly different 10 years ago. And, you know, I, 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 I love I love revolutions, but I think evolutions are a lot better. And right now we're going through a little bit of a revolution when it comes to kind of our mindset for the next decade and uh, um, certainly revolution on the cans. It was time to kind of refresh the whole brand. And those things were, were already in place prior to COVID, but, but obviously with, with, with COVID shutting down the tap room and, 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 and hurting a brewery like of our size, like many others across the country, some things uh, that were in works got kind of paused. But uh, when I came in here in November and seeing what the team had in place, it was just, it was great. So all I've really done is helped accelerate that and, and just push forward the great work that they were doing before. Yeah. Yeah. I think definitely, you know, it's, it, it's, it's, again, it's like, uh, yeah. Evolution, I think is a, is a really good word because, you know, like your, your beer labels and things like that, they still, they feel familiar, but yeah. you know, there's, there's just an update there. And the last time I was in the tap room, I noticed, um, uh, things were definitely a little bit different. I was at a, a you know, kind of a fundraiser, uh, Troy Millette and, uh, uh, you know, Andy James and some other folks I know were, were playing up there. And, uh, so, you know, I kind of had to go, but I was like, Hey, some things are a little different in here. <laughs> some things were changing and, you know, and that's okay. It seems positive. Right? It's okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, like, you know, honestly, if it was uh, if it was the same every time, it would be, you know, like that dive bar that I constantly go into where, hey, that's good. That dive bar serves an important purpose, but <laughs> you guys are I, not. I love a good dive bar. Don't get me going on that. But I will tell you that, uh, no, we're a, we're a vibrant tap room. Uh, we've got a, a, our friends from Grazers uh, rent out the restaurant here. And um, part of the part of the rebrand is so when you. When, when you rebrand the whole look and feel of your company from a graphic standpoint on cans, that also means that your tap room has to reflect what the consumer is seeing out in the market. So, so when you come into the brewery, uh, I'm looking out at the crew right there right now having a beer. Um, we're uh, just about finishing up the updates with, with the kind of look and feel of the new floors are going in. The tap system got kind of uh, uh, refit. So yeah, so come April, um, we're going to have a, 
an updated feel out there that matches what our, our fans will see when they go to a store, when they see our new packaging. Nice. Well, I definitely can't wait to see the the finished, you know, part of, of this evolution. I mean, you know, the things are constantly, you know, shifting and changing over the years. And in 10 years, you know, uh, I can't wait to see the next one. But um, but I, I'll, I'll probably be up there before you're finished, to be honest. I'm in no rush on that one. Uh, yeah. I'm enjoying this one right now. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so do you guys have any changes that are coming up as the weather gets uh, gets warmer as well? We do. Uh, so one thing you'll find when you walk into this tap room, which is a little different than others, is that we have we have 18 different beers on tap. And that's mm-hmm. that's pretty, uh, pretty incredible. We, uh, we we really kind of pride ourselves in making sure we have styles that fit all the different types of palettes. We've got our original little brewery here, the pilot system that was that was oh, at wow. the original brew house sits right behind me. And so so the crew here can kind of put out you know three and a half barrel batches that we can kind of tease and put on tap. So so right now, uh out of the 18 different beers, it's a nice blend of, you know, call it, call it IPAs and non-IPAs for, for the most basic. But yeah, so come come summertime, uh, we're looking at things like a, uh, we've got a grapefruit goza on right now. We've got a, um, some sort of mango collaboration going on behind me. We're going to do a Mexican lager uh, this summer here. So really branching out, but at the same time, making sure that we've got what, what folks really also want to have from us, which are some of these really good IPAs. And and Citronade is the one that really kind of come out with a kind of right. a, a really kind of the train is the train is moving fast on that one. So, so yeah, to answer your question, there will be a handful of things here that you won't see typically in the market that will be a tap room. Nice. That's very good to hear. I, I, you know, I like going to a tap room and, you know, finding some experimentation that, you know, is going on. And I love those, you know, those kind of backroom collabs that, um, that a lot of us, honestly, that's what got me into homebrewing was that I'm like, Hey, that beer I love discontinued. I want to have it again. And, you know, I got a clone recipe, started tooling around in the kitchen and made it, you know, it always works that way. And, you know, one thing with me, with my background of, of working for breweries and, and, and more recently being a part of an awesome wholesaler, um, is I, I really, I really feel the importance of making sure that yes, the tap room has to have it's, it's proper look and feel and vibrancy. But we have to make sure we're doing our part when it comes to the market that the consumers are going to buy when they go to stores. So we're, we're really pushing ourselves to make sure that, you know, if, if things are selling well here, we want to make them available to the market for our bars and restaurants and other stores. Uh, so f- f- for folks who can't get up here, um, we want to make sure our stuff is available in the market. That, that's, that's really personally kind of important to me. Nice. And, you know, I, I think honestly, that's one of the things that set 14 Star apart from a lot of other breweries when when you started is that it was really you know, kind of a very specific plan and, and value system that, that came in, um, you know, as, uh, it was, you know, people who were in the military sitting there thinking, what am I going to do when I get home? Sure. And so I'm sure, you know, that backstory a little bit, tell us a little bit about kind of how, you know, how 14 star really got, got created and how that, you know, still drives a lot of what goes on with the community today. Yeah. Uh, it's a great question. Um, so, I go back. I go back in the craft beer business uh, close to 23 years. I started with the Longtrail Brewing Company when I was the first sales rep, and there was m- maybe two dozen breweries in the state of Vermont at the time, maybe a right. few more. So it was a very different world. And you know, 14 Star. I was at Farrell Distributing uh, at, at the wholesaler at this time when 14 Star started, and th- they had kind of come about when the next I would call it like the next phase, the next generation of new brewers were coming in, and, and they were among a really good class of beers that are still very, very relevant and vibrant today. 
so yeah, so Matt and Steve uh, were are the founders. They um, they were uh, they were deployed. They're overseas, uh, and they were when they found themselves having some time, they were they were writing a plan to come back and, and open a brewery. Doing it up in St. Albans was important to them. Uh, they wanted to do something that felt community driven. Uh, so the community piece and the fact that this company has aligned with beneficiaries and nonprofits since the very beginning is very right. unique. I would say that the craft beer industry and the craft beer world doesn't get enough credit in general for all the good work and the alignments that they do to support towns and villages and, and nonprofits and all sorts of different groups. Um, because 99% of the breweries do it, they do it well. And, and the intention is always really good. And I'm really proud of that for fellow breweries, the 14 star, that was always part of the ethos. And some of the, some of the folks that we support to this day are still there. And we've, we've also added a few, like uh, the, the American Red Cross of Northern New England is the one that we've added as part of our core beneficiary group because of the fact that there's such a shortage of blood. Uh, or you look at the Vermont Adaptive Skiing Sports who helps get right. folks back out on the mountain. So we've adapted our kind of our beneficiary group as we've kind of gotten older. But so yeah, so those, so those two gents came home and they and a few friends, they started this brewery, which is not far, maybe a mile, mile or so down the road in essentially a garage. <laughs> It right. was a, I remember visiting them for the first time. We were thinking about bringing them on and at Farrell. And so we took 14 star on and I think, I think they had a couple of different draft lines or they had Valor right here that I'm sipping on today. Nice. Uh, Valor was the, the first beer that they produced and the one that we put out into the market. And they found a really early niche with, with this, this hoppy Amber, um, you know, Ambers in general were kind of on a decline because IPAs were kind of surrounding yeah. everywhere you went. That's uh, why my and, favorite Amber got canceled. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and I happen to work for one of the best-selling Ambers of all time, which is Long Trail Ale back in the day, which is still a very relevant beer. But I think what the guys did here was they they, they gave it a nice hop character. So it's a really nice bridge. So right. long story short, they, they were finding themselves to be very successful and they were still full-time uh, being deployed. So I recall a lot of times uh, back when we were representing the brand that they were both, they both weren't here. Uh, wow. so, um, and it's amazing. So they've, they've moved into this space uh, where I stand here today, which was an old bowling alley. Um, and, uh, they seven and a half years ago, they moved in this space, which is a, you know, our current 8,000 barrel brew house. Uh, and, and, and that's been that they've expanded to some different markets. Uh, it's, it's a regional brand, but at the end of the day, the, this is a Vermont brewery. Uh, and this is, this is the vast majority of our business. So this is, this is our biggest focus area, yet we are we are available uh, in other states and we're going to continue to open up other markets. But but in a way in which is a little kind of at a slower pace because of the, the fact that we're 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 still a small brewery. Yeah, I, honestly, one of the things that I love about you guys is the community aspect. And I find that kind of almost, you know, every other time uh, I'm there, it's because, you know, there's some community event. I think it was a fundraiser for NCSS was the the last <laughs> time I went up there. And, uh, you know, again, some of my friends who were musicians were, were playing as part of that fundraiser. And, uh, you know, it, it's just like there's always like, oh, you know, I got to go, you know, and it's not like you know, I, I have to go for a beer. Like I got to go support these guys, support yeah. this great foundation that they're working with, uh, you know, and, um, you know, I just happen to have a beer too while I'm there, maybe bring some home. Well, with me, well, <laughs> well, you, you did the right thing. And, uh, right. just like what I would say is, uh, the, the original crew that, that started 14 star brewing company, who by the way, are still, are still here. Uh, uh they were, uh, the whole team was in the night having a, having a few drinks, but, um, th we do the right thing. Um, we're a very approachable brand. Um, you know, with the way the tap room is built, you can kind of look right in. We've, we've got this little area where you can kind of see what's happening here, but 
I find this to be a very open, very transparent brand. Um, we're, we're really easy to get to know. Uh, and I think their original mission uh, to, to brew, you know, amazing beer out of St. Albans and have it available uh, is that, that that's been checked. And, you know, the next kind of the next phase here, the next decade is going to be a lot more of the same, except maybe doing things a little differently and uh, modernizing a few things that uh, need to be able to be in place for the, the current landscape that we have, which is a, a really busy landscape. The beer industry is very, very crowded and we have to make sure that we're staying true to who we are. And I tell people all the time, you know, we're not trying to be anybody else other than what we are right here. And uh, we're proud of who we are right here. And that's what we're just going to keep doing. Yeah, honestly, I mean, I love the fact that, you know, kind of like you, you said it well earlier saying, you know, you have IPAs and you have not IPAs, but you guys have a lot of not IPAs and, and a really broad selection of, of things. And um, I don't get me wrong. I love a good IPA. I've got plenty of them in my fridge, but the not IPAs, um, you know, definitely like, uh, um, you know, the, 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 the hoppy amber ale, you know, the maple breakfast out. Um, and every time I go up there, I'm seeing that there's been something, you know, on, uh, on tap that I haven't had before, which is a yeah. fantastic thing. Uh, you know, I love exploring beers, but I, you know, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll start with an IPA and then I kind of work my way into, you know, more of those darker, bolder, you know, flavor beers. And you guys are always there with them. And I, I, I love that. And, um, well, right now, Mel, we're celebrating. On, <laughs> so we are going to keep doing it because it's it's part of the plan of evolving and making sure that we've got offerings that fit all different types of palates, not only in the state of Vermont, but having those beers also available outside the state. So right now, this week, we're celebrating wing mania. Uh, we've got some great wing sauces here that are coming out, and uh, we just released our wing man, which is our golden lager. So right now, we have two lagers on tap, which is awesome for us. That's Great. Yeah. So, so middle of March happening. <laughs> oh my God. It's amazing. It's obviously with a brewery of our size, it takes a little bit of, um, you know, a little bit of making sure that the, we're, we're, we're doing it at the right times for obviously because of the different times it takes, but so yeah, we've got a couple, a couple different lagers uh, on draft as well as our, our core staples. And which is really exciting for me is that, you know, this year, I think I sent it to you. You could, you could see our brand calendar, all the different yes. beers that we're going to be making this year. So right now on March, uh, March 4th, Vermont's, Vermont's anniversary, uh, we have our entire six beers that are going to be part of our core on tap in here right now. And we're already into our, our second specialty beer and our Vermont, uh, Vermont Weiss, our Berliner Weiss with raspberries is on order. And that should be here in a few weeks too. So the, the I think we make a good enough, a good amount of different styles uh, without being, um, without being too much for us to be able to handle here with, with the staff that we have. Yeah, honestly, I, I think personally for me, I love the seasonality of the beers. You know, when somebody's making a uh, raspberry Berliner Weiss uh, in the middle of uh, November, <laughs> there's something that doesn't feel right about that, you know? <laughs> and um, so I love the fact that you guys use the things that are available, the, the flavors that, you know, are are appropriate for that time of year and, uh, and, and coming out with stuff that, you know, really um, just you know, keeps you going, keeps me coming back up there personally. So, um, I can't wait to see what else is next and, you know, really what's going to be brewing this summer. I didn't want to look too far ahead in the, the stuff that you sent me. Cause I didn't want to reveal any information here that, you know, you aren't ready for the public to all, know. But... All, all open to the public. Oh, awesome. Well, I will, I will definitely, um, share some of that in the, uh, in the show notes for this. And, you know, I just can't wait. I actually haven't had any of the food from Grazers at your spot yet. I've had some of their uh, stuff at their other locations. So uh, that's my my next thing is going up there and actually, you know, having some of the food, 
having some of the new beers that you guys have out and basically just kind of seeing all of these changes that you have. And, and again, if you're going to be done in April, I'll, uh, I'll make sure that I'm there right after uh, all of this is finished. Yeah, we're going to be, uh, we're going to be aligning with a lot of uh, great organizations throughout the state of Vermont all summer. Uh, we're going to be out and about um, supporting some of our beneficiary partners to get the word out on the great work that they're doing, uh, as well as inviting them here. We're going to have uh, a lot of new music coming uh to the to to tap room on april april 2nd uh we're going to have a record store fair Uh, for all the vinyl lovers out there we're going to have some great albums for people to to shop through so diversifying kind of the entertainment that we have here to go along with the wide variety of beers uh, in the tap room as well as bringing some of those things out uh, to bars and restaurants all over the state that's 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 the really fun part of this job and that's you know to me engaging with engaging with consumers here and out in the market is is what this thing's all about yeah. Well, you definitely bring a uh, great energy to it, Ryan. You know, I've, I've definitely talked uh, many times over the years, you know, uh, with, with Steve, with Andrea, with, uh, you know, other people from, uh, from 14 star there. And, uh, I just, I, I love what you're bringing. I love what you're doing and, uh, keep on doing it because I love how you're staying true. But again, yeah, just kind of evolving, uh, you know, what's going on there at 14 star. And, uh, yeah, I just, I, I can't wait to see again, this, you know, you finishing this round. Decade of dedication. Decade of dedication. I love it. Well, thanks for joining us on another round. And uh, I'll definitely keep people updated about any of the cool stuff that's going on up there. And I'll reveal some of this stuff in the show notes for people to go check out themselves, explore what you guys have on retail, see what's coming up and, uh, you know, raise a glass to you. <laughs> well, let's. how about we raise a glass to this, uh, the 231st anniversary of the state of Vermont and uh, because of that, uh, the 14th Star Crew is going to be out celebrating with some valor uh, in about, uh, well, I've already started, uh, in about, looks like when I look out there in about 30 seconds. Nice. Well, I'll, I'll raise my coffee. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not ready to be drinking beer yet. You'll, you'll get us back later. We get it. It's all good. It's, I definitely will get you back later. All right. Well, Ryan, thank you so much for joining us. 14th Start. You guys are doing some great things and, uh, and love it. Thanks for joining me here on another round, and I appreciate you watching or listening. Take a moment if you think I've earned it to like, review, and subscribe. You can also give me feedback. You can contact me and find all of the places where the Booze Buddy Update is online by heading over to our website, boozebuddyupdate.com. And see you soon for another round.